Hello, folks, and welcome back to the Reviewing the Realms podcast, a science fiction and fantasy literature podcast. I am your host, Zach, and today we'll be looking at Spice and Wolf, Volume 1 by Isuna Hasakura, published in the year 2009 by Yen Press. So, one of my favorite genres of entertainment is anime and manga. I group the two together because, in some cases, they are inseparable or very similar to one another. For instance, if you like the manga for Naruto, you don't necessarily need to watch the anime, and vice versa. So, probably around 2009 or so, as an anime fan, I often heard of this show called Spice and Wolf. And the premise of it sounded kind of boring, but uh, I was told that it was really, really good. Flash forward to the year 2018, I am in a Books A Million, and I see that Spice and Wolf Volume 1, the light novel, is on sale, and I decide to pick it up. So, what is Spice and Wolf about? Well, it is about a character by the name of Kraft Lawrence, and he, uh, it's actually kind of funny, Uh, Kraft, in this case, is spelled like the macaroni and cheese brand, with a K. And he is a merchant, particularly a traveling merchant. He doesn't necessarily have a lot of capital yet. He's new to this, but he hopes to one day become a rich man. So he has some wheat that he is looking to trade, and he goes to a town where they're having a harvest festival. At the Harvest Festival in this town, they have a ritual where they basically try to capture the spirit of the wheat. Now, the spirit of the wheat basically, supposedly, inhabits a member of the town. They act all crazy-like. They get put into a cage for 24 hours, and after that time period has gone by, the spirit of the wheat is supposedly trapped in the town for one year, and they will have a good harvest. Now, Kraft thinks that this is kind of silly, but he watches it happen, and he sees this man that he was having a conversation with earlier kind of act like a crazy wolf person, pretty much, and uh, he leaves the town, and he's, he's sleeping on the side of the road, and he hears a rustling in the back of his wagon, And in the back of his wagon is a girl, a young-looking girl. And she says that she is the spirit of the wheat that the town had imprisoned and that she is actually thousands of years old. Kraft doesn't initially believe her, but he does notice that this uh, girl has some interesting attire. On her head, she has uh, what appear to be wolf ears, and she has a tail. Now, Kraft says, okay, well, what is your name? And she says, my name is Hollow. And so Kraft agrees to let this woman travel with him on the condition that um, she earn her keep. And Hollow says that that shouldn't be a problem. Now, It does turn out that she is, in fact, the spirit of the wheat. And because of this, many different organizations within the world that this uh, series takes place in wants to capture her because 
she is very valuable. Imagine having a consistently good harvest all of the time. Well, Kraft then says that uh, he will protect Hollow and make sure that no harm comes of her. And the rest of the book is really about them trying to establish a relationship with one another and protecting one another from various business interests. I will say that the plot of the book is more exciting than I initially gave it credit for. I think one of the reasons why I was initially kind of hesitant to pick up this series and actually give it any sort of thought or time was that they said that there was a lot of stuff to do with business and how to run a business in the anime and in the book series as well. And to a certain extent, that's true. There is a lot of talk about economics and and running a business and how that may happen. The author, Isuna Hasakura, was a investment banker, I guess, or something along those lines, or he at least is interested in the business world, and so he does put that element into his writing. But the story itself actually is pretty compelling, and the characters, like, I like Craft, I like Hollow, and those are basically the two characters that you really need to enjoy for this book to capture your attention. Um, there's not necessarily a ton of characters besides them, and so if these two characters weren't at least well fleshed out, then this first volume of the book would be kind of um, difficult to process. I would be interested in checking out additional volumes of this series. I, uh, I actually have volume two and three as well, because, like I said, they were on sale when I purchased them. But I don't know how long this is. This uh, storyline is sustainable and still interesting. Although, apparently, there's like 18 or 19, maybe even 20 volumes of this book series. So that is, that is definitely something to consider as well. All right, so... We're looking at how this book is presented to us. So what does the cover look like? What is the build quality like? And it is a fairly large format paperback uh, with a sturdy cover. Uh, the, the cover itself, the image that they have is of uh, hollow and it is rather uh, appealing to look at. She's a cute anime girl, so there's that. Uh, the font of Spice and Wolf is pretty ornate, and that also captures my attention. And then uh, on the back is like a plot summary. So all in all, that is pretty good. Um, this is a light novel. So if you remember back to my first episode where we talked about Kizu Monogatari, which was also a light novel, I said that light novels are known for having a lot of illustrations and that Kizu Monogatari was a little different because there wasn't a lot. Spice and Wolf has quite a few illustrations within it. Now they are spread out amongst the chapters and you probably only get maybe 
one, possibly two per chapter. But they add some life to that. There's also some color illustrations at the beginning of the book that has some quotes that are from the book itself. And that gives you a little bit of a teaser about what is going to be prepared there on some pretty nice, high-quality, glossy pages, like something you would see maybe in a DC or Marvel graphic novel. Not quite as large format, but definitely in terms of paper quality. Uh, the illustrations that are within the chapters, however, are all in black and white and are on the same paper that you would... Well, they're on the same paper as the pages that are just prose. That is not a problem per se. I personally, I would have liked to see maybe them in color, maybe in glossy pages, like what you get in the front, so that they stand out and maybe give you a reason to really look at them. But that is just my opinion. So overall, I would say that Spice and Wolf Volume 1 gets a recommendation. It's not going to be for everybody, but if you enjoy some anime tropes and, and things like that, um, pick up a light novel, uh, because you'll get that in your reading, which can be fun. Alright, so that will bring our episode to an end. I would like to remind everybody you can leave feedback for the podcast at reviewingtherealms at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook, and you can follow us on Instagram as well. Uh, On the Instagram, we'll have pictures of the books that will be appearing on the show at some point. Um, sometimes I take pictures of books that I have just received and I haven't read yet. And sometimes, and I will generally, if possible, do a picture of the book that I am going to record about right before I record about it. So uh, there is a, our latest picture is actually of the cover of Spice and Wolf, which I did talk about. So if that interests you, follow us on our Instagram page and... Leave us a review on iTunes, Google, Spotify, wherever you're listening to this podcast. Any any of that really helps out because it helps spread word about the podcast. If you have another reader in your life uh, who you think might enjoy this podcast, hey, spread it out to them. So next week, I am going to be reviewing the book Dread Nation by Justina Ireland. Yeah, Look forward to it.